Welcome back, Week 15 podcast listeners. Excited for another episode. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about Fantasy League punishments. We're excited to get into that. We're also going to be talking about a fantasy football league that we are going to be starting, as well as our all-Week 17 team. Let's start the episode off with a little quarterback drafting tidbit from the crew here. At hey, let me stop you right there, Tyler. Actually, you know what? We're going to start putting some exclusive content on our TikTok at Week 15 Podcast. Um, there's going to be at least one video every week that you will not find on the podcast. You'll have to go to our TikTok to check it out. Uh, just going to be some quick advice on drafting and keeping guys on your team, maybe some trade proposals that we might look at. Um, but yeah, there's going to be some exclusive stuff on our TikTok. Please check it out at Week 15 Podcast. Well, with that being said, would you like to start with uh, your win for the week, Johnny? Yeah, man. Listen, when it comes to food, uh, there's no bigger fan. And this week is Fair Week in our small town of Greentown. The Howard County 4-H Fair is the best fair in Indiana. I'll stand by that. And the food is why my wife and I like to go. I had a giant corn dog last night, and it was awesome. Let's say you're going to the fair. What's the one vendor you're going to go to? You can only go to one. What's it going to be? I'd be upset if that was the case. Just one. Pick just one. Um, man, the Euro place. Okay. I like okay. the Euros a lot, but the the corn dogs are like the classic thing that we have to get every time. So like I would be sad without, without either one of them. But we also like trying all the new stuff. Like there's a couple new vendors at the fair this year. We're going to try them out. Mine would be the steak tips and potatoes. See, I like steak tips and potatoes, but I eat steak every time I go to a restaurant pretty much. Well, so there you it's go. like, you know, I don't get a Euro every time, but, uh, yeah, fair week, big win. What about your win? My win is that Kristen and I, um, we are about to celebrate our 10-year wedding anniversary, so we took a trip to Nashville, Tennessee, had a great time. Uh, my mom came and stayed with the kids, so we had an adult-only extended weekend. We had a great time. Nice, nice. What what a baseball game? I saw you guys went to a baseball yeah, game. Yeah, we went to a Nashville Sounds game. Nice. Really, really cool. It, right we did on. get rained on, um, but she stayed, and we watched the game like a champ. Clutch. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, you know, I mentioned a minute ago that we are going to be starting our own Week 15 podcast, Fantasy Football Leagues. For those of you that love a good league, uh, we're excited to do some fun stuff with it this, this year. What we're going to do is we're going to start a 12-team league. The entry cost is going to be $20. The winner gets $200. Winner-take-all situation. Tyler and I are also going to be in the league. Uh, like I said, it's a 12-team league. Ten people are going to be doing that. If Tyler or I, Tyler or I win, that money is going to go to the podcast. Um, you know, as of right now, Brothers and Cards is the only sponsor for this podcast. We're always looking for ways to grow the channel. And we thought, you know what, let's put our money where our mouth is. Let's uh, work for our podcast here. And so we're going to start these leagues. And, and you know what, we're going to run them through the Facebook group. We'll post about them on our Instagram as well and our TikTok as well. Um, but, uh, we're going to do a lot of it through our Facebook group. So go join our Facebook group week 15 podcast. Um, a lot of information will be in there. Have a shot at us. Yeah. Take a shot at us. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, if we win those leagues, then that money goes just going to go to the podcast and helping the podcast grow. If you win, you're getting 200 bucks. Absolutely. Bring it on. We say bring it on. But yeah, look out for more information coming on that. Um, you ready to talk about some punishments? Yeah, this was this was a good topic. I was excited about this topic. Um, so for our home league, um, we actually have a traveling trophy. It's shaped like a toilet. So the loser, whoever comes in last, gets to display the toilet trophy for an entire year. So you don't want to be the recipient of the traveling toilet trophy. Yeah. 
I, I wish we could do something like more work terrible to that, but yeah, not. but it's <laughs> it's not just us thirty year olds. There's there's some older guys in there too, and I don't know for if they'd sure. be down with that. <laughs> for sure, for but, sure. But man, we got some good stories on these punishments. Oh um, yeah, dude. The the we love seeing you guys comment, and that's why we post some of these things. We want to hear from you. I want to give a shout out to my guy Rafe real quick. Uh, I don't remember the total rundown, but I think he was telling me that like every single place had a punishment, like. The top three had like a good thing, I think, and then everybody else had like punishments. He got in eighth place and had to do the milk mile where he drank, was it a gallon of milk? Gallon a of gallon milk. Gallon of milk and then mile. had to run a mile. So like not trying to get eighth place in that league for sure. Uh, he's listening to the Week 15 podcast now so that he doesn't have to run a milk mile next year. That's right. Right, Rafe? Right, Rafe? Right, Rafe? <laughs> what, what's one you had there? Uh, I've seen um, pancake challenges where you got to go to IHOP and eat a pancake an hour for 24 hours. Dude. Or if you eat... What? four in the first hour then you will only have what 20 to go dude so, i could put down some pancakes when you 24 eat, when you eat 24 pancakes you can walk away that's that's, that's too much i feel like i could breeze through like six <laughs> but then to, to, to tack on 22 i would be there for hours <laughs> It's a no for me, dog. What's another one you saw? I, I like the Vanna White uh, references. Yeah, this uh, is a good one. This, I feel like we should implement this 100%, into all of our really leagues. Like it. Whoever gets last in your league has to do the stickers for the draft. Um, for the draft board. Yeah, for the draft board, where you have to you know put all the stickers when you draft in person. Drafting in person is the best. Um, but being able to you know have them do the thing. I, I, thought, I saw somebody mention they had to wear a dress. The dude had to wear a dress and be Vanna White. I thought that was a nice, funny little thing. I'm never getting last in any of my leagues, so I'm not really worried about that situation. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was a good one, I thought. I saw another one where the league winner gets to choose a haircut for the week, the league loser. Oof. That would be pretty rough. rough. Whatever, whatever the league winner wants, the guy in last <laughs> has to get. I saw one where all the guys would go to beat-ups, and they, they got to pick – Everybody that collectively got to pick the outfit of the person who got last. So, you know, wigs and swimsuits and all kinds of fun stuff for the last place finisher in those leagues. I would like to know, like, people that get last, like, do they return to their league the next year usually? Like, what's the return rate? Oh, I would say it's very high. Yeah. It's fantasy football. You just want you want to get redemption, right? Yeah, exactly. You're not going to not want to play I'm fantasy football. I'm never going to be Vanna White again. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, thank you guys for chiming in on our Instagram and on our Facebook posts. Again, join our Facebook group, Week 15 Podcast. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more interactive stuff in there. Uh, so, yeah, we would love to have you. I think we've got like 120 members and counting right now. Yeah, just we'd started to, about to heat that up. Ago. Heat that up. And we're going to put all our information about our um, fantasy football leagues coming up there as well. This podcast is sponsored by Brothers and Cards. We are a sports cards company committed to glorifying God and loving others through the sports cards hobby. Whether you're trying to rip packs, join breaks, or add to your collection, we got you covered. Go follow us on Instagram at Brothers and Cards and check out our subscription box at brothersandcards.com. All right, next up, we want to talk a little bit about budgeting for fantasy football. Um, I'm a math guy. I'm a, I'm a finance guy. Uh, I like talking about budgets and things. But when it comes to fantasy football every year, you know, you get all these invites to your leagues. And if I said yes to every single one of them, I would be out quite a pretty penny. We don't want that to happen to you. Um, so, Tyler, give me a little bit of your strategy when it comes to fantasy football leagues and your budget and how that works out. 
Yeah, I, I like to allocate a certain dollar amount every year. Same. Um, but I will say that I won't join a fantasy football league that is free. Same. Uh, simply because when guys get behind, you know, they're not doing too well. They tend to just give up, and yep. that, that makes the league not fun. Um, you can get some shady trades that that may or may not go through if they get vetoed. If they're just just fair enough, league uh, commissioner might let it go through. But I, I I really don't do any free leagues for that reason. Um, I try to keep it around I don't know two hundred two fifty. Nice. Yeah, I think I think last year I did three leagues that I had fifty dollars in, and my mindset was if I win one of them then I'm good. Yeah. And uh, I didn't. <laughs> but, um, but that's alpha mentality. Yeah, exactly. Well, and like I love what we do in our leagues. Two of them are included in that. Um, typically what we do in our leagues is when you get to the championship, you guys can agree to do whatever you want. So we always agree to split. Yep. So like if Tyler and I make it to the championship, before the championship even starts, we'll agree to split the money because there's all kinds of wonky things that can happen in any week. It would suck. Like one year, Dylan won the championship, and we agreed to split beforehand. I'm glad we did because Alvin Kamara had six touchdowns. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and so he won. He got the trophy. He got the, the accolades. But uh, I, I was able to – but I was able to, you know, get – my funds and so that was that was good so we we encourage that or whatever you guys want to do um but yeah when it comes to to budgeting for your league you know just be responsible about it um set a number set a stick set a number and stick to it um if your number is you know for example say your number is 200 dollars and you want to be in 10 leagues then find 10 20 leagues if your number is 200 dollars and you just want to be in like one or two leagues you know find two leagues for 100 bucks or whatever it is that's our advice you don't have to listen to us we're just fantasy football podcast hosts but uh, you know we only give you guys any kind of help we can give you so there you go <laughs> you ready to talk about our all week 17 team tyler you are in your fantasy championship and these are the guys that are going to win it for you yeah you know it, we've talked about the week 15 all, all week 15 team all week 16 team truth is that only two people in your league care about the all week 17 team are you one of those people we're hoping so we're hoping to help get you there but yeah, this it was interesting as Tyler and I were building this team because you know to this point, if you go back and listen to our other episodes, we've talked about each of our top five guys for the playoffs in each position. We've posted, you know, like I said, our all week fifteen, our all week sixteen team. We've had multiple episodes talking about you know a variety of these guys and why they are valuable in the playoffs. We've got some guys on the all week 17 list that we haven't really mentioned in any of those formats before. And I will say the flex pool um, for week 17, some of these guys are interchangeable in my mind. Yeah. Uh, but you just kind of give one guy the nudge over over the over the rest. Um, so leading it off at our quarterback spot is going to be Jalen Hurts, who is at home against Arizona. Yeah. Who and figures to be one of, if not the worst team in the league. And if that uh, division is as competitive as we believe it is. There will still be a lot to play for in Week 17 for the Eagles. Yeah, and you know it, it's going to be it's it's like I look at that game on the schedule as a trap game because the Eagles will most likely be cruising, um, but they won't have anything locked up yet. Right. And so you know I look at what they do in Philly and and the guys they have in leadership there. They're going to want to make a statement, even though it's the Arizona Cardinals, who very well might be the worst team in the league. There's going to be no game planning around being soft in that game. Right. Um, Arizona's run defense last year was not one of the worst teams, and Philly is a heavy run defense. 
I like I like the potential there of what they can do through the air. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I do like Jalen Hurts as a dual threat in that game. Uh, we've talked about running quarterbacks being a cheat code. Did you know that Jalen Hurts was third overall in fantasy scoring last year? Third I, overall. I did know that because you sent me that. Yeah, yeah. And we'll post this on our Instagram sometime later this week. But if you look at the top three fantasy scores from 2022, they're all three quarterbacks. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. and and But then when you look at the projections for 2023, none of them are quarterbacks. Yeah. I think it was like Jefferson, Kelsey, and uh, Eckler as yeah. far as projected. But, you know, Jalen Hurts, dual threat quarterback. He's going to be in a situation against a bad team where they have to secure a win. I love him in week 17. 100%. Give me a running back, Johnny. Yeah, you know, Derrick Henry is playing the same team that he played in week 15 when we had him on our list. Um, you know, he he was second in rushing touchdowns last year. Uh, eventually, you know, there's going to be a decline with Derrick Henry. Um, with how good he was last year, I do not foresee it to be this year. Again, especially not against Houston. Yeah, no, no, not against Houston. I think Were they the worst rushing defense last year? I think they were up there. I know they were the top five. Combined yards and touchdowns against, they were the worst. Worst, got it, yeah. Derrick Henry with a, a great opportunity there in week 17, like he has in week 15. Uh, running back number two, Tyler, who do we got? Tony Pollard at home against Detroit. He's a receiving running back, you know, and he can run. He's quick and in between the tackles. Um, I had Tony Pollard on my fantasy team last year. He had great production. Uh, he's going to have even a, a, a an even bigger workload this year with Zeke being out of the equation. Probably, there's rumors of Zeke going back to Dallas. I don't know what's going to happen there, but it, it'll be interesting if he is the one and he's getting the majority of the workload to see how he holds up because we haven't seen that yet. Nope, he's been kind of a gadget guy. Yep, so far. So if if he is the workhorse that it fixes to be right now. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how he holds up and if he's even available for you for Week 17. But if he is upright um, going up against Detroit at home, there's going to be a lot to play for in that game. For it sure. Sh- it, should, it should be high scoring because Detroit has a good uh, offense. So give me Tony Pollard. Yeah, I like him. Like, and I think a lot of Dallas fans, as we got towards the end of last year, were all rooting for him to get the ball more. Like I said, I had him on my team. I think I had him on both of my teams. And – um so I was watching a lot of what they had to do, and it, it was almost like he would do all the hard work, and then they'd give Zeke the ball in the red zone. Yeah, um, I don't see that happening with him being the full-time guy. So I think production for Tony Pollard is going to be significantly more than it was last year. Um, but in that game, inside, in Week 17, with something to play for against a less-than-stellar defense in Detroit, I like Tony Pollard a lot. Primetime game as well. Yep, yep, the right lights. So if we're going to talk about Jalen Hurts, we obviously need to talk about A.J. Brown, yep. who leads off our wide receiving core for the all-week 17 team. Again, at home against Arizona, same things we said for Hurts is going to apply here for A.J. Brown. So we are loading up on Eagles in Week 17. Yeah, it, it was tough to um, put the receiving group together here uh, to narrow it down to two because yeah. there was a lot of really, really advantageous matchups. For the receivers, um, since we have Hurts at quarterback, we got to pair him up with this guy, A.J. Brown. Um, so that's why he's there. But the couple couple other guys that we're going to mention, um, strong candidates for high production in Week 17, help you win your championship. Second guy we have here is Jamar Chase. Um, the Bengals are going to be at Kansas City. Uh, every other time we've seen those matchups, it's been a high-scoring game. And uh, Joe Burrow is going to be on his A game, as always. And Jamar Chase is his number one guy. Um, the amount of plays that are designed to go to Jamar Chase – uh, on a regular basis are pretty high from screens to downfield plays to crossing routes to pick routes. 
they are trying to get Jamar Chase the ball as much as possible. And in a game where they're going to be throwing the ball 40-plus times, Jamar Chase can get a lot of receptions. Yeah, I think it's uh, a fair point here to throw out the number twos for both of these respective teams. So you got Devonta Smith, yep. who, who would be a good option, and then obviously T. Higgins. Yeah, yeah, like them all. I mean, you're going to be playing those guys no matter what if you have them in that week. But um, as, when you look at drafting and building your team, I think those guys – and you'll notice that Jamar Chase was on another one of our lists – um, I don't remember if it was, I think it was week 15. He was on their week 15 list. Uh, in my opinion, he's wide receiver one for me on, on the whole year. Based on production throughout the year, but also specifically when you look at the playoffs, um, Justin Jefferson, close number two. But Jamar Chase, you know, it, the, it, it is a reason I choose Jamar Chase over Justin Jefferson because of week 15 and week 17. Yeah. Yeah, just that extra um, little yeah. bit that we long were haul about. investment yeah. there. When you look at the matchups, um, Jamar Chase for sure gets it. Tight ends, Travis Kelsey is always going to be in the mix because um, he's just that far above everybody else. But let's talk about the number two guy, Tyler. Um, Mark Andrews at home against Miami. I like it. That figures to be another shootout game. Miami's offense is otherworldly, um, so. Lamar's going to have to throw Andrews the ball quite a bit, and he's not going to be receiving as much attention as he has in years past with all the, the new uh, pass catchers in Baltimore. So, For sure. You know, and I think every time we talk about uh, a quarterback that's as mobile as Lamar is, you're like, oh, well, I don't want to draft this guy because what if he gets hurt? Then his quarterback's hurt. Da, da, da. Tight end's kind of different for me. Yep. Um, every backup quarterback's best friend is the tight end. He's the bailout guy. Yeah, and the running he, back. Yeah, he he's the guy that's like, you know what, we've got three routes, none of them are open, but that's a big man that I'm throwing at right now. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't think tight, tight ends will drop as much in production when there's a quarterback issue. Um, you look at George Kittle, right? Uh, he was like fifth in receiving touchdowns last year. Brock Purdy was great. You know, Trey Lance has all kinds of potential. Jimmy Garoppolo, um, is solid despite what people say. So it's not like he ever had like a bad quarterback trying to figure it out. But, you know, I always say when there's a quarterback controversy or there's a quarterback situation that's being trying to play it out, um, tight ends will uh, have some success. I think we saw that. And I think we'd see that with Andrews, even if it's not Lamar in yeah. week 17. Hopefully it is. Moving on to our flex pool here. Um, again, these guys were close to getting the nod for the starting We job. actually had to change our lineup several times because we liked all these guys. Yeah. Um, so starting off our flex pool is a rookie, um, B. John Robinson. Uh, he is playing at Chicago. Uh, that run defense figures to be a little bit better this year than it was last, but Chicago was one of the worst last year. They were uh, it, second in – they gave up the second most amount of rushing yards. Yeah. At Chicago, so maybe a little bit of weather concerns, but weather concerns usually figure to, to benefit the to, running back. To benefit um, the run game. So Bijan, and then we've got uh, Najee Harris at Seattle, which is a, another smash play. And I know we've mentioned Najee before, so he that might bump him up yeah. in our rankings. For when sure. When our ranking shows come out. I think his ADP is way too low. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about the wide receivers. Yeah. One know, we, in particular stands out to me. Yeah. I mean, I have we, – we talked about CeeDee Lamb and Devontae Adams. Um, CeeDee Lamb is going to be at home just like Tony Pollard is uh, going against the Lions defense that gave up a whole bunch of points last year. You know, they let Jeff Okuda walk, so they've got another guy coming in at, at their number one corner spot. Um, CeeDee can kind of take on every single player on a defense. Yeah. 
Um, so if you have a weak link, like they're going to use him um, to exploit that, he's going to get a lot of a lot of touches. As long as Dak can get it where it needs to be, there's going to be a lot of production coming out of CeeDee Lamb all year, um, a lot of targets anyways. But I think against the Lions, there's a, a really high potential. Um, and then the other guy we talked about was Devontae Adams. And he's the one that sticks out to me. If they can figure out their quarterback uh, position, he kind of sticks out because – there's really not a number two. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we've talked about Hunter Renfro we, is number we, two. We've talked about AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, C.D. Lamb, and they've they've brought in uh, Brandon Cooks, and they have other weapons. Devonte is just kind of out there by himself. Yeah. Uh, they're they're playing at Indianapolis. Again, another not great defense. One of our corners just got suspended for the year for gambling. They uh, dropped him. Yeah. They, they actually yeah. cut him. So That's right. Him being by himself and them not really having a second option. In inside controlled setting, he's kind of the only guy they've got. So Devonte could be interchangeable with either of the other two starters. The amount of targets he's going to get alone, whether he's double coveraged or whatever, they're scheming to get him the ball. He's their best player. Yeah, I mean Josh Jacobs is a solid running back. Um, I think I don't think anybody's making the argument that Devonte Adams is less of an asset yeah. than Josh Jacobs. So. Game plan is going to be schemed towards Devontae Adams. Um, the defense in Indy is not good enough to stop that, I don't think. Uh, so, yeah, I love that matchup. And, again, he's one of those guys we didn't mention on in any other um, formats because the quarterback situation is a question mark. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, though, he's been able to get production to Debo Samuel, you know, a lot of these other guys that we've seen. Um, might not be the best, but he's not the worst. Hopefully uh, he's healthy enough to take sure, the job. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Devontae Adams, Week 17. Solid. Hopefully you guys are in your championship and all this information that we just gave you is relevant. <laughs> Hopefully you've got a couple of these guys on your roster and you, you can win your championship and win some money. Absolutely. Fact, fun, 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 fun fact, fun fact, fun, fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts, fun facts. My fun fact for this episode is that I was a youth pastor for five years. I was actually a youth pastor and a teacher and a coach and running my own business all at the same time for like two years. Just really loving on the youth of America. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to hit them at every age group. But yeah, no, I, I loved all of those jobs, but doing all four of them at the same time when my son was born frowned upon by my wife and my sanity uh so i ended up trimming it down now i just run my own business full-time but uh yeah at the time i was doing all of those things you're still coaching yeah i'm still coaching truman's little league team it's fun it's a good time my fun fact is that i have seven tattoos just got number seven just got number seven in the in the, in the nashville trip so. nice nice i have zero lame <laughs> but, does that count your ring tattoo yeah Tyler can never lose his wedding ring because it's tattooed onto his hand. It is. I used to work in a factory, and I saw many horrific injuries that had to do with rings, and I said, that's not going to be me. Did I ever tell you my ring story? No. Real quick one. So I got married, and I was in college, and I walked in to wherever I went. I don't even remember. And I was like, I want the cheapest dude ring you have. And so they gave me like a tungsten silver like ring. I was like, cool, I'm married. I'll wear this. Well, I played quarterback, and I would wear it in games. I didn't really think about not wearing it. And on after week one, my senior year, I was on the front of the program. And I was like taking a snap. My trainer brings me to the program. He's like, you have to take that ring off right now. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you wore this in a game. I was like, I've worn it in every game. Because I, I was married in college for two years. So a full season. This is the second season. I've worn it every game. He's like, that's a tungsten silver ring. Do you realize if you were to break your finger, we could not get that ring off ever. Right. And you would lose your finger. Wow. So 
I took it off. Went with the Kalo ring. Went, 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 to, went to the rubber rings <laughs> that day. <laughs> well, hey, before we close this, I want to give another shout out to Cross America. We're in here right now recording. Um, this is episode 10 for us. Uh, my wife's podcast has launched. We're about to launch episode three for her. We've got other podcasts coming this year. Um, love every minute we spend in this place. If you're in the Kokomo area and you've been thinking about doing your own podcast, your first two hours in here are free. Um, so come at the very least, come check out the facilities. They are top notch. Uh, get you some coffee, get you some lunch down at Downing Thomas. Um, there's all kinds of workspace in here. Uh, Kayla and I will come in here and just work for hours, get caught up on stuff. Um, the facilities here are truly amazing. It's a very, um, nice gym to have here in our city of Kokomo across America. Thank you. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So Will I.